Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So what's the... Uh, we go good, morning, good morning, running commentary. Let's just say oh, hello. Oh, let me start this. Before. No, you've okay. gone too soon. Okay. I'm not ready. I'm set up. We're not ready. <laughs> that guy's doing squats. He's squatting. Yeah, he's, he's, well, he's posing in front of his house. Yeah. Okay, what you said, let's go. Good morning, running commentary. Morning, it's running commentary. It's the first time we see each other for weeks. Back from holidays. It's just so much. Back from the summer vacants. Everything's changed. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, well, I, I need to... I'm getting my miles up, right? Right, yes, So, yes, I yes, need yes, to, yes, to yes. get to 35 miles this week. I need eight and a half. Right, okay. Well, so, we, we can do that. We're, we're, we're in Regent's Park. Yeah. We're in amongst the art. I mean, look at that. See, Jenga. This is really nice, isn't it? It's a lovely sunny day. Found art in Regent's Park. And uh, if we could take a beeline back to our country, it'll be too short. So, I say, first of all, we loop all the way around Regent's Park. Right. Then we'll get on the canal. Yeah. And then, uh, and then see. See what happens, yeah. Dog run it. Just drift it. So, uh, but drift yeah, I'd through. like to do uh, that many miles. Yeah, we'll do that easy. So you've been, you've been clocking up the old, uh, the old miles in. Uh, yeah, yeah. In the absence of the I've podcast, got, I've got you've miles. been. I've got a little bit of a grind here, a bit of a hip issue at the moment. Right. Groiny, hippy. So how? Kind of, ooh, ooh, like that. You need to walk. You need to run on the grass. I know there's a slight. Let's face it, whenever we sat in our runs nowadays, <laughs> it takes a while to warm up yeah, yeah, to look yeah. like we're actually running. Yeah, that's right. And but that's you do feel time. a slight, a, a, an air, of, a suggestion of a bit of a limp. Maybe? Really? I don't, well, I'm just running badly. Right. I think it's in carrying all this rubbish. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so, dear listener, it's been a while. We were The last one that went out was the one just before you went away. So you were about to head to Greece. Yes. Tell it. Yeah, How was Greece? Greece? Greece was amazing. We made a we made a bit of an error in terms of our time of departure. Yeah, because we one of those just because of sort of finance and time and stuff. Yeah, we tend to go for the early cheap flights. Yeah, yeah. That go early, so it's EasyJet 6 a.m. Gatwick North Terminal. I tell you what's worse than EasyJet though. Go on. Difficult jet. Yeah, that's a nightmare. That's, that's an absolute nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Imagine how difficult that would be, yeah. considering how difficult EasyJet is. Yeah, exactly. And uh, at least it's not Ryanair. I mean, they're yeah. of their appalling. You might as well just ask someone to punch you repeatedly in the face yeah, whilst right. burning your luggage. I like the way Ryanair go, well, 
they expect a round of applause. Yeah, <laughs> we got you there. We got you yeah. there roughly on time. We didn't crash. Come on, what do you man. think of that? Yeah, like it that. almost works. Though. That's an almost level requirement. But um, so it means checking in at four. Yeah, which means setting off hey, at half. Let's go around the edge of the park. Let's go. Which way. means setting off at half two. Yeah, yeah. Which means waking up at quarter to two. Which means you're absolutely knackered for the first two days uh, of the holiday. Up at quarter to two. Did you go to bed at all? Yeah, I did a gig and went to bed. <laughs> tried to get a few hours sleep. But it's still just... You're absurdly tired while dealing with loads of things that could go wrong. Yeah, yeah, And if yeah. they do go wrong, it feels like quite important yeah so it's stress and absolutely shattered yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's quite weird but we always do it and every time we do it we say we'll never do it again yeah 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 and then we just do it again yeah because you forget and it seems easier when you're booking it doesn't it that's the thing yeah i just booked a holiday for next year right. some place you haven't been to before we don't know how we're getting there yeah i was like it's free now yeah let's book it where are you going to go? It's, uh, oh, it's another Lake District trip. You love the lakes, don't you? Yeah, it's good out there. But yeah. I still, you know, had the instant buyer's regret. Right. I said, well, if we don't want to do it, we can get the deposit back. And my wife said, you can't get the deposit back. That's, that's how deposits work. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, right. well, so you, you're hooked we're, in. We're committed to something in 2019 that, that you're not quite I've sure I've only been half thinking about for about 15 minutes. <laughs> what was I thinking? I really messed up. But we had that thing. I get... I love holidays. I get a little bit stressed before we set off. I realise yeah. that's the thing about getting old is that you try and sort your life up for when you return from the holiday before you go on holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You want it to be things about super organised. Yeah. You've happily not been sorting out for months. Yes, exactly. It's just like... <laughs> It's like the build-up to Christmas or something. It's like we yeah, need yeah. to sort everything out. Yeah, when you get home, you're expecting to, well, I'll, I'll be coming back a better person. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. let's get the place ready for him. Yeah. These things tend not to happen, usually because George comes home before us. Yeah. And in our absence, our house becomes his yard. Yes. For fun and games with, his, with, with the fellas. <laughs> So. That's a generational moment, isn't it? Yes. So you're not going to come home. You know, we um, we came home to a clean and tidy house. Yeah. That's not going to happen in your Well, he won't, he won't in a few years when I start to... Well, it's more than a few years, let's face it. But when they... Yeah, it's... And it's... Even if he attempts to clean it up, there's still just signs that it's just not right. Yeah, just Things yeah. aren't right. Yeah, yeah. Something's happened in oh, your Oh, yeah, I know that story. I mean, when I was younger, I used to have a bit of that. My mum and dad turned the blind eye and let me have the house for a bit of fun when they're away yeah and one year i got it really nice i thought yeah and uh and then after a couple of days my mum came into the room with a kind of stony look on her face and she said so who was uh, sick down the back of the bed <laughs> <laughs> well mother i was, I was unaware that that had taken that's place a, that's a great one <laughs> That's funny. And then I felt really guilty. And then I immediately thought, oh, thank God I didn't know. Yeah. Because she'd cleaned it up by the time I heard about yeah. it. <laughs> That's strange. It's, it is the kind of thing that you might not oh, by tell the way, your mate. It was Joe McVeigh. Right. <laughs> no, he out. hadn't told me. Name and shame. <laughs> so we had this one thing when we're setting off yep. for the holiday about how are you going to get there. So we decided to drive there. They pick, it up at, pick the car up at the airport. Yep. Drive it off somewhere. And then when you return, they've got the car back. It's kind of Airport Valley service. Yeah, yeah, nice. On the way there, all feels really organised. Yeah. And then we realise that we've had no email back from the company. So they've basically taken your car. 
on the way there. No, we haven't even arrived there yet. Right, right. So there's no one to meet. I say we. Rachel. Right. Bit of a round before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my department. Um, but of course she'd claim that everything else is her department, so why can't it become my department? Yeah. My argument is, if it's your department, it's your department. If you want to give it to me, give it to me, and then my department will sort it out. Yeah, yeah. And I as think... you took control... Yeah. So anyway... Did you take back control? Well, it's too late, because you're on the way to the airport. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, and the, and, and the results are in as such. Yeah, yeah. So there was no valet set up at all? No, no. We, we, we messed up. We paid for it. No return email. No information. So we had to leave it at long-term parking. Ooh, that's not cheap. Well, we realised it wasn't cheap when we got back. It was, a, it was an air of tension of just like, because money's a bit tight anyway. Yeah. So it's like, let's, well, what let's you want, try not to waste When money's tight, what you want is a huge, unnecessary expense with nothing to show for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, on top of the expense you've already paid yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Completely. So a huge, unnecessary, additional yes, expense. Yes, completely wasted wedge. Yeah. And then we got back <laughs> £265. Ooh, that's smart. Yeah, that, that costs. That's, that hurts. That's something. Upon that's re-entry. Something. I mean, that's a, that's a real... Yeah. Shock when you're just back from holiday yeah. before the bills arrive from the holiday. Yeah, just get that one. Yeah. But anyway, I've let it go, <laughs> and from now on, that becomes my department. <laughs> that is now firmly in department. My department. So yeah, I noticed actually that I asked you how your holiday was, and you've given me a quite extensive detailed report. rant in this space. Parking. I mean, literally, <laughs> never mind what happened on the holiday. You haven't even talked about the journey back. I know. Just. <laughs> Just that's getting a, to the airport and out of the country. That's a classic angry bloke's rant, isn't it? I basically just ranted about parking. <laughs> Do you find that sometimes this is a, a little bit deep, but doesn't have to be? Yeah. Just getting a bit angry sometimes. I don't know what you're talking about. Essentially, the holiday was great. Yeah, yeah. We had one sort of family row. Good. And I think that it basically came from I was... I got angry that everyone wasn't having a great time. Yeah. I got, I, I got really angry that George and... Uh, no, jo- not George, Bonnie and Rudy were, were arguing. Yeah. And it was like, we made all these sacrifices to take you here. You know, we've paid additional parking. We've better, yeah. <laughs> you just want them to... But of course that's not going to happen. No, no. But why does it make you angry? Yeah, yeah. Or why, does it, why did it make me angry? Because then you become... Well, not hypocritical, but you're basically... You're, you're contributing to the... Yeah, to yeah. the that's right, you're taking Wait, it. And no one's having it. a good time. Why can't we enjoy this? Why can't you be happy like me? <laughs> yeah. Look at this. This is happiness. <laughs> so, should we go up Primrose Hill? Yeah, let's do it. You think we've got the time and the miles to do that? I think we have. So, I'm trying to get my. I'm just trying to get an angle on that. Well, it's fine to become positive. less. What was good? What was the good bit? Oh, everything about it was positive. I mean, like, the location was amazing. Yeah. Obviously, the weather was great. We were on this. Uh, the first week was beach. This beach villa, yeah, it was literally steps down to a beach and a complete panoramic view of the ocean. Why can't you climb down to the beach and look at the view? <laughs> yeah. Enjoy that. I know there's too many steps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and it was it was woo. Sorry, Thank you. sorry. It was a real it was a real laugh, and we get yeah. into a really nice routine. Yeah, yeah. We do really chill. Yeah. It was actually when George left that we had around because that brought up the. You missed him. That made, yeah, we just missed him as a kind of benevolent presence, which yeah, he undoubtedly yeah, yeah. is. Excellent. 
but it was great and, like, and quite a bit of running I mean running every other day in the heat at least in the heat and it was really hilly and yeah good really really hilly and what kind of uh, distances just, just anything up to and including 10k not that much, but as I say, it was just... just keep it honestly, coming. the second you got out of the door, yeah. you were basically scaling a sort of minor mountain. Yeah, yeah, good. So there was lots of slow uphill stuff and then fast shuffling downhills. And do you notice, do you feel like you're training up? Do you feel any kind of change or do you feel more like you're just ticking over? No, I feel better, actually. My legs feel stronger. I didn't... I, I boozed... I, think, I, I, I didn't drink more times than I drank on holiday. Yeah. Which for me is quite a breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. There was many days when for I didn't drink. For everyone else, it's quite a complicated phrase to decode. But I'm, I'm there, <laughs> yeah, I'm there. Yeah. The, the, the days when I wasn't drunk were less than... No, if, I'm, if Paul sits next to Bonnie <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and Bonnie drinks... Yeah, yeah. Why can't Paul we just doesn't. have fun? Why can't we just take that fun? <laughs> yeah. We've all had a drink apart from me because I'm worried about the parking. <laughs> <laughs> Parking and drinking, (laughs) that's life. Parking and drinking, my wife, that's your department. All I wanted was an apology. I said, just say sorry. It's fine, just say sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just just, uh, forget it, forget it. (laughs) How how was yours? No, I've got one more question about yours. Because you didn't even mention it, your birthday. It's so funny, birthday. your birthday. It's such a non-thing. No yeah. presents on holiday. Yeah, well, I'm... You, all, like, you want to be a tree in the forest, don't you? Well, I'm always away. And I quite like it, in a way, because I'm... I love... I get a bit embarrassed when people give me presents. Yeah. For some reason. I'm just not very good well, at... Thank res- goodness I didn't bring you that yeah. one this morning. <laughs> Sorry. Like, that one was just jumping up and down. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, it does look nice, but what, what's it about? Yeah, it's exercise. Is that an exercise? Yeah. It's quite a loose, jazzy exercise, I'll be honest. You don't see that very often, though, do you? No, and she's literally, it's a, how would you describe that? She's a young blonde woman in shorts and Her little boy's bikini. lying on her. It's kind of like a reverse of the activity you'd expect from a <laughs> mum with a little kid. Yeah, it's like the little kid was like zonked out on a blanket or a towel. And she's just in her... She's just jumping. She wasn't dressed for exercise, was she? She was just dressed for a sunny, sunny day in the park. Yeah, she's jumping up and down, and over time you just think... I don't think she's going to stop jumping up and down. Yeah, she seems to be. I think. I'm quite happy to, to watch her. Though. My goodness, is that woman wearing? She's wearing. Does someone wearing no clothes? Does someone wearing no? She's absolutely. No, she's got a skirt on. It's just <laughs> <laughs> We've got What's to the park to society. What's happening to society? Become distracted. <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a light-coloured skirt. All oh, right. Okay. 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 okay, I'm working it um, The last time I was on the Primrose Hill, last time I was in this park, I think, yeah. I was uh, in the snow. So to be here now and see nice, London disporting it? itself is impressive. Absolutely gorgeous. The thing about that woman down there with the jumping, yeah, she's just forgotten her trumpet. Yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. So, you know, you, you get to the park, you think, blanket, I've got a bottle of cold water. Yeah. I've got my... Uh, got me parking. got a newspaper, I've done my parking. Yeah. I forgot my trumpet. She's trumpeting sans trumpet. Oh, we're climbing now, aren't we? Yeah. So you've been doing hills recently? I've been doing loads of hills. So my, my birthday was a low-key event. Look, to be honest, it, whoa! Nice. Nice. That's kite. a Union Jack Frisbee. Nice. Crashing nice. to the ground like a metaphor. <laughs> Symbolic of something. Yeah. Um, but I, and uh, to be honest, the main event of my birthday seems to be at the moment... Rudy releasing a video celebrating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my birthday and Christmas has basically has become a kind of 
video fest. I also like sort the of rudest pitch for the, the com- for the comedy industry. Yeah, and the lack of uh, present has become this incredible <laughs> creative vein. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. it's really good. Totally, yeah. So you made a nice, funny vid. Yeah, and we all had a laugh. Yeah, it was good. And that was a day where I did drink, as opposed to most of some of the all the other days. Yeah, so some, and I just had one every other more not of day. The, some of the days you did, <laughs> but other days you didn't. And then, some total of the net again of the I basically was drank less than so much I was confused about whether I was or wasn't drinking. Yeah, on so, any particular day. So when you weren't, it was like you had, and when you did, it was like you didn't. I wanted to drink as much as we were going to spend in parking. Yeah, I understand. Which was quite difficult. Yeah, that is. Oh, so expensive. <laughs> but you're over it. <laughs> Absolutely over it. Done with it. Yeah, that's gone. Here we Along are. with the 265 pounds. Let's take a moment. It's very busy up here. We're at the yeah. top of Rimmer's Hill. I'm going to have to get a picture of this. Beautiful, yeah. Wonderful. Look at London. It's good to be back Look after people. time. That was great. It? It's wonderful. It's kicking up here on Rimmer's Hill. It looks amazing. It's actually, even though we've had ridiculously good weather all summer, it's um, well, kind it, of freshened it, up. It feels a bit nicer today. Yeah, because we had all the rain, didn't we, last couple of days? We've had a little rinse. Excellent. Yeah, we've had a bit of a rinse and a... <laughs> So how about you? Well, I had... I was out that you went lakes and you were in Scotland and... Yeah, well, we set off straight out of um, school, like on the day the kids finished. That's always exciting, isn't it? Like yeah, that? yeah. Which is brilliant. And um, we borrowed this lovely house. I told you about this yeah. last time. We've got this fantastic house and it was exactly what my friend said to you. Absolutely welcome to this house. But it's two days' drive away, you know? Right. So we'd hired a car... And um, so you get a first coat, and we uh, and I put my bird up here. Select with bird, good bird. Oh yeah, send me some admin. From school, he's got a ticket to take us all the way. We got a nice house. So yeah, I sang that all the way up, and yeah. my family wouldn't speak to me for the rest of the week. And we stayed at Tea Bay Services. Have you been there? Tea Bay Services. Yeah. I've got no idea about that. crawl in there and sleep on a bench. It's a really posh, right. high-end service. It's got a really nice hotel. Yeah. And a farm shop with all these locally sourced, you know. Nice. Locally sourced everything. Brilliant. From, you know, sort of T-B- Cumbrian T- T- T-Bay, as in T-E-Bay. T-E-B-A-Y. Right, okay. And it's in, uh, it's on the M6 in the Lake District. And anyone who knows is listening now going, oh, yeah. Oh, right. T-Bay, yeah. Lovely little hotel. And we went, we drove this sort of straight six hours, phoned them up and said, what time do you serve food till? <laughs> and they said, oh, 10. We got there at like 9.57. Right. So I checked in, my wife went to the bar and said, nothing. nothing. Just thought, no, no, did oh, it. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, great. And then we all ate and we said, kids, we, they, oh, they, they, I guess it's going to get dull. So good. But um, they gave us an upgrade, but it was brilliant because we wanted a shared room. We right. didn't have any. We had two rooms. Right. Our rooms were next to each other. They changed something so they weren't next to each other. Right. So they said, oh, we can give you one room, but it's like a luxury room. Oh. So it was an upgrade and nice. a discount. Brilliant. And Brilliant. Perfect just, start to a holiday. This is just a stopover, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so we fed the kids at like 10, half past 10 at night. Yeah. And we said, you go through, you know, settle down. We'll be through in a bit. At this point, me and my wife are still imagining we'll stay up, have a few drinks. You yeah, know, why not? Chat, download, hand of cards. 
actually, you know, just sipping the rest of our drinks, going, oh, just ab- <laughs> wiped out. Exhausted. We followed them to bed. We would have been about a quarter of an hour later yeah. at the most. <laughs> yeah. And they're both on these tiny little beds, too small for them, really. Just like, <laughs> you know, totally fast asleep. We were so tired. Anyway, and then on to uh, where we were staying in Scotland, which is just stupendously remote. Right. It's just so interesting to do that, isn't it? As, as people in the modern world and as Londoners, to go somewhere where... There's no one. There's no one. The last 36 miles of the journey yeah. are on a single-track road passing places. Wow. And wow. that's the only road. Wow. You know? That's amazing. And yeah. then when you get there, there's people around and everything. It's just an entirely different way of living, you know? And, uh, yeah, so that was brilliant. We had a lovely time up there. It was on the mainland, on the Morven Peninsula, looking across to Tobermory on the Isle of Mull. Right. Or Balamory, as uh, we know it, because our children are exactly that age. Yes, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, um, so the so days there just spent in nature, living with the land. Yeah, we did a bit of walking. We walked out to the point where there's a lost village. Right. And, uh, but we also, yeah, just did not much. Yeah. You know, our kids went out in the bay in a dinghy. Yeah. We were by the sea as well, although... It was a lot colder than your sea. Right, I can imagine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened there, which has come up as a bit of a theme this summer, talking of family rows, is uh, we found that sometimes when I lose my temper with the children, I forget to remove anything ridiculous that might be ridiculous from my mouth. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, good. Yeah. And... Um, so we've been up Premier Hill, come back down the hill, back into Regent's Park. So what kind of things would you have in your Well, mind? and it's quite good, isn't it? Because it's a real instant tension diffuser. Yes. It's yeah. like the moment you lose your temper. Yeah. You think, I wish there was a way to <laughs> yeah. burst this bubble. Yes. Like the, earlier this week, I lost my temper with my daughter whilst eating a banana. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost an impossible. <laughs> flubbing banana. Almost an impossible <laughs> position to maintain. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then immediately, my wife reminded me of when I was on holiday and got cross because I was scared for the kids in their dinghy. Right. So I had quite a big go at them. Like, go on, take this seriously. Yeah. Da, da, da. But it didn't sound like that. Yeah. Because I still had a snorkel in my mouth. <laughs> 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 Not only making that sound, but it's coming out of the top of my head. <laughs> and then brilliantly, as if it wasn't self-undermining enough, my wife just cracked up. It's just so stupid. But that's classic male anger over concern isn't it it's when concern expresses itself as massive anger you can kind of as almost a, express any emotion as anger it's like guilt as anger yeah like, i was completely in the wrong yeah <laughs> but it's like you know don't i don't want you to hurt yourself do you know what i mean it's yeah that's right Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I think we're lost now, aren't we? No, no, we, this can't be. We, there's no way we're... This isn't... We're like, not where, last call. <laughs> we're just in the fringes. <laughs> we're in the nettle bit of uh, Regent's Park. You chose this. Yeah, I've, I've this got is your call. It's, it's nice to be here, isn't it? Because you remember we came here with Natalie? Yeah. And we were like, should we go this way? And she saw a lack of tarmac and went, oh, no, no, no. I remember running around here with Rayworth as well. I think. Yeah, that's right. We went around the back of Primrose Hill with her, so which I'd never seen. But the last time we came here, it was just me and you. Right. On that long one. And uh, there were some people living here in the park. Yes, yes. And they had some quite big dogs. Yes. That was an exciting moment. I remember. They seem to have uh, moved on since. So that's good. Well, I mean, hopefully good. Hope it's not. Hope they haven't slipped off this yeah. mortal coil. Um, I stay this side of the football. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, see, I've only told you the first day. So I got to see the, the, the running in Scotland was just fantastic. Right. So first day, I ran up. Because, you know, I like the lakes. And it's nice to be... You know, like properly, like doing runs where you would ramble. You know, where yes, you're yeah, 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 yeah. But Scotland's more big and open plan than that. You know, right. So it's like one mountain up behind the house. Yeah. And just ran up a road. It's just hill all the way for miles. Not not a steep hill, like a road hill. Right. And then gradually it's less and less road. And you go through a gate and you're in a kind of logging bit. Scared an eagle out of the top of a tree. Wow. And then. Uh, and then, and then you turn left. Oh, it's going to be eventually like going up on a fire break yeah. between trees. And like, oh no, it's the path. And it's a hummocky, wet, boggy thing. And I got to the top of the mountain. It's just wind. You know? Wow. Wow. And then when you get to the top, the more Scotland just spreading out like Narnia on the other side. It sounds absolutely gorgeous. It was incredible. And I did another run up the road, but still, you know, the up the road there was still pretty dramatic. And the um, could I make a trip to that old calf? Oh yeah, you need to do a stop off and pop off. Fair stop enough. Off. Um, so, but the last run I did in Scotland, I was saying we were at the end of this road. I, yeah. I carried on along the road and ran along the peninsula. It's a long one, and uh, you know, so getting the miles up. Yeah. And I eventually got to this little house, you know, which is about eight miles from any tarmac road. Yeah. Probably easier to get to by yacht. Wow. And it was a stupendous experience. And when I got there, some guy's got all these signs and bits of... It's like something out of a children's book, you know. He's got old boys and bits of driftwood yeah. hanging outside his house. And, um, you know, plastic chairs and stuff. I was listening to my music and I ran past, realised it was the end of the path, turned back. 
took some photos sort of over the shoulder selfies. Yeah. And realised <laughs> this little bloke who looked like Father Christmas was standing outside his house Father waving, Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Did you come to visit me? You found Father not, Christmas. Not essentially. I didn't know how excited was he. Was really. I felt so bad that I stopped and chatted. <laughs> You're the first person I've seen in eight weeks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that would have been his voice. I bring news from the city. <laughs> Have you heard of the internet? <laughs> it was really fantastic. And I embarrassed myself. I say there was no one there and I went out early because it was on our last day and I wanted to go, you know, many miles. Yeah. And uh, so I went out early and this tractor came down on the side road. Somehow managed to socially fumble the tractor. Right. Even though we were the only people around for 30 mile, square miles in any direction, you know. Yeah. This tractor went stop for me. And so I went, and then I stopped and let him go, and then we went, you know, we kind of embarrassed him. Right. <laughs> I said, so the tractor doesn't let you go, because then it's got to go along behind you. And then he got to a gate, went to shut it, and then left it open. I thought, oh, he's left it open, and I'll shut it. So I ran up, got the gate, started shutting it. Massive blue van behind me. <laughs> so even though there was no one there, I managed to embarrass myself. Yeah, I'm not sure I really caught the uh, essential drama of that story, but it just seems so typical me to go to 500 miles to a wilderness <laughs> and still find a way to be very slightly socially embarrassed <laughs> in front of strangers. It, um, sounds, you, it sounds amazing, though. The running sounds It was sounds really the, the kind of running that you just remember your whole life, you know, yeah. just mountains and oceans and, right. and that enough challenge to make it really... Special. Have you noticed how all the different sports? It's we're in Regent's Park on the sports fields. It's brilliant. It's rugby and football and cricket and softball. It's all happening, isn't it? It's yeah. like, I mean, make your mind up. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, love it, love it. Love well, it. We, it is that sort of couple of weeks where all the sports happening at the same time. Football season started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cricket's still ongoing. Yeah. Very difficult time of year for my dad, who, as has previously been canvassed, was. Good at both. Yeah. In a way that made him particularly unpopular with the cricket guys. Right. Because he, he wanted them to hate football. Yes. <laughs> and he was like, so he was never allowed in, you know, to be really kind of clubbable. Right. But they couldn't do without him because he's really good at it. <laughs> Which is nice. I really fancy getting back into football, but it's so hard to combine with running because it's so high impact. Yeah. Yeah. And right. The, the risk of the injuries, especially at my age, is just massive. Yeah. And then your running would be out. And like that. Yeah, 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 totally. I've I, I made the decision. I much prefer running to football, but I miss that yeah. social. And I was, I, could, I was all right. I could play. So I just miss that sort of thing. Yeah. Also, as a footballing comedian, you live in the wrong half of the city, don't you? Yeah, they are. Football they're, and comedy is a very South London thing. They have the South London game That's on a, a Tuesday. It's a secret of comedy that people who aren't in it won't know. And it's, it's quite, on the one hand, it's quite a club. But on the other hand, it kind of crosses... Ages and kind yes. of levels of fame, yes. types of comedy. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, we'll go right over there. Um, and I've hopped down to that a couple of times, but it takes up your whole day getting that. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's right down there. But oh, yeah, Lee Mack, Daniel Kitson, yeah. Andy Zaltzman, Russell Howard, Seinfeld, Chris Rock. Yeah, um, Richard Pryor. Woody Allen went down there. Richard Pryor was surprisingly handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chaplin. <laughs> Dirty, wasn't he, yeah, Chaplin? Yeah, really, off the ball stuff. <laughs> the Marx Brothers, real pain, absolute yeah, pain. Yeah. Couldn't get the ball off them. Yep, yep. While we're at this... Shakespeare. Shakespeare was that. While we're at a brief moment of, not silence, but tribute to, uh, to me, to you. Yeah. Uh, you mean to the... 
sad death of Barry Chucklaw to yes. the incredible amount of people who thought who thought that was the most they, hilarious thing to they were doing that joke for the first time. <laughs> <and> the <internet. laughs> yeah, yeah. To both, both. I mean, it's worth a moment of silence for both. Yeah, bless him. Bless him. Incredible career, the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah, you know, just I mean, pure variety, very simple offer. They did yeah. really well. Yes, they did it for decades, for years and years, successfully. Yeah, you know, amazing. More power to them. Yeah. I gigged with them once. We did um, uh, 60 acts in 60 minutes. All oh, right, but one of those chortle things. Yeah, well, it wasn't chortle, it was the guy who produced it for. There's one guy who's still a comedy producer now. Right. And for a long time, he was always doing loads of acts in that many minutes. It was on right. BBC Three, it was a All oh, right, show. okay. I mean, it always it never seemed like a great idea to me. I always felt with those 60 <laughs> acts in 60 minutes that, first off, everyone's going to do over a minute. Yeah. Also, you've got to get loads and loads of people there and not, not get anything out of them. Yeah. And also, yeah. the audience don't care, you know? Yeah. It doesn't multiply out yes. experience. Yeah. They're still getting an hour of entertainment. They're yeah. still going to be harder to entertain at the beginning and 40 minutes in than they are at the end and, in fo- and 20 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of... I never understood that. It almost seems to... Is it too far to say it's... A terrible idea. to the death of the art form. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> yeah. It's certainly thinking too hard about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Edinburgh Review, because <laughs> it's Edinburgh Fringe at the moment, which is, you know, so cynical. But you just, at my gig last night, bumping into other comedians again. God, I miss Edinburgh. Then we all just laugh for ages. Yeah. <laughs> of course we're not missing it. Because yeah. it's too long. You know, it's wonderful. But poor those comedians. They're, what, a week and a half, two weeks in? Yeah. And they'll be looking at the second lot of two weeks thinking... I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't believe it. Although I, I know one guy who's a young act going to Edinburgh. Oh, I, might as well, I might as well name him. Name Nick, him. He's a guy called Nick Dixon. Oh, Dixon. He's a young comic coming, very funny. Yeah. And he's doing the free fringe. And his life is so chaotic in London, he actually finds it relaxing being in Edinburgh. <laughs> Do you know, there is that, yeah, there yeah. Is that type of, of character. Yeah, and he, terribly. He, he, he lives in this sort of estate around the back of Sainsbury's supermarket in Crouch End. When you say estate, do you mean streets or a large car? No, in, in streets. Oh, good. That's really Street estate y kind of. <laughs> loads of people living together close to each other. Yeah. Always complaining about the noise of the kids and various yeah. social housing sort of stuff. Yeah. He much prefers being in Edinburgh. <laughs> it's like. So, a bit so, like. Yeah. Is it. Um, uh, in my cousin Vinny, where Vinny really enjoys being in jail because right. he can get a good night's sleep. <laughs> it's a bit like that, yeah. <laughs> well, that reminds me of something a little bit less kind of bohemian and more connected to our current experience. I just realised, almost to my shame, that looking back down the years, I've been to Edinburgh. Now, I've been going to Edinburgh since before I was a comedian, so right. I've been going since... 92. Right. So you, you were on your, about your 10th comedy show then, I suppose. Well, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been up to... My first full Edinburgh was 1993, so... Yeah. Or maybe even... Yeah, 90, 90, it's actually 1994, so... Yeah. I saw you in Edinburgh before as a comedian. You were great. <laughs> I want to thank you for that. Good. And um, I, was, I was strong in 90, 95 on my best Edinburgh. Yeah. Not that far ago, it's 23 years. Yeah, well, it's amazing how fast it goes. <laughs> just dive into the pond. Why do we live? We're just going past the uh, birds in Regent's Park, getting fed. Very nice. Very nice, it is nice. Um, I just get a picture of that. But um, it's funny looking back through my comedy Edinburgh's, I have to admit to myself that a bit of sense a bit of clean living it really helps the comedy you know yeah i often think to myself that of my early shows i really like this one i did 
in 2003, 2003, 2004. I don't know what. It's right. Rob doing the movie. Yeah. It's the only early one that I still kind of feel proud of, you know what I mean? Right. Even though I've moved on. And that year, I wasn't drinking. I was doing yoga every day. Yeah. My wife was early, early pregnancy. Nice, so nice. So it was all sensible early nights, yes. you know. And then last time I was up there doing a full run was in 2014. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I mean, I've been back a couple of times since doing game shows and things, but this was a play, right. a one-hour solo show, a game show. Yeah, that's a lot. Every other gig I could pick up. Yeah. And serious marathon training for um, York for the right. first time in the October. Yeah. And again, I just had a great time. Yeah. You know, if you go out there and go, I'm going to party, I'm going to drink, I'm going to have a good time. It's a month. Yeah, it's, it's you just really, can't do it. You just can't it's really hard work. Yeah. Maintain it. Fun trying though, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's brilliant. Loads of fun trying. No regrets. But um, yeah. How's I'll go back next year. How's the uh, how's the boozing going? Well, over the, over the holidays there. Well, gradually, it's difficult because holidays are a good time for it. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. It down, yeah. running it back. I basically, I've cut beer. That right. was my first move. Right. Stop drinking beer. And I did that pretty uh, solidly about yeah. uh, a week ago. Right. And I haven't looked back. Yeah. But I have looked into lots of glasses of gin and <laughs> vodka and wine. Looking, so, you for, know, looking forward. Yeah. Good practice for giving up. Yeah. But I need to give up those as well, obviously. But I think I need to break my rhythm first. Yeah. And holidays, you know. Because so, we came back from that Scottish trip yeah. via Carlisle. Which is Carlisle, that's a fun town. There's no comedy there, is there? Is there not? In more ways than one. Right. <laughs> right. But um, I, I must say, I didn't know whether you were being ironic at that moment. <laughs> it's, it doesn't sound like a sentence you hear very often. No. I think that it's funny, it's just as weird as a comedian to go to a town that you don't know from gigging. Yeah. Where's the club here? Why haven't yeah. I been here? And, um, and then we came home for my daughter's birthday. And then, uh, and then went to Lake District. Right. Straight back out on holiday again. It's a strange plan. But it was Quite lovely. Nice. Yeah. It was just like I said to you before, and I think some of that summer I was talking about, got up really early, first morning we were there, ran up the nearest mountain, right to the top. Yeah. Which is amazing. Like, literally took me exactly tw- twice as long to get up as it did to get down. Wow. Exactly. That's going to make you strong, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But the irritating thing is now I came down, we did a nice long, you know, we walked the same distance over mountains. Yeah. And did another bigger, steep mountain walk the next day. And I just get so sulky because I'm so into it. Right. That all that hill running, like your football you were saying, just knocks me out physically. You know? Right. It, it I messes couldn't go for another legs. run right. two days later. This hip thing I've got now... So what, you know, is, what's, what is the hip thing? Well... Is it diagnosed? Is it self-diagnosed? No, it's what self-diagnosed. It? Right. Basically, I went up the... Uh, did this a lot of ups and downs, running and walking. Yeah. Over a couple of days. I did stretch. Right. But I definitely stretched less than usual. Right. At a time when I probably should have been stretching more than usual. Right. And immediately, in fact, when I got to... Uh, I went to Manchester at the end of that week. And uh, something in my bag is going... Shik-a-shik-a-shik-a-shik. It's really annoying. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I got to... 
Manchester at the end of that week and did a long run to the park run. Right. And I did all my stretches. Yeah. And I was a bit scared. I was really going to wipe myself out. Right. But no, it was immediately better. You know, talking about self-diagnosed. Yeah. It was a really good treatment, you know, to give those muscles a good workout and then yes. a massive stretch. Yeah. Definitely stopped hurting. And did you do the park run? I did. How did that go? Yeah, it was good. It was a... Uh, it was 21, it was quite a, a, a slow one in, in my general scores. Right. But it was in the zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's 21 something. Right. And, uh, you know, this is me after a very achy thighed week in the Lake District. Yeah. And nine miles to get to the park. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so great. It was that's great. Definite performance there. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Man. But yeah, so after that mountain run, it just, you know, come back. Feeling completely evangelical about it, thinking I could do this my whole life, I could do this every day. Yeah. And then three days later, just going, I can't actually walk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I couldn't, never mind doing it every day, I can't do it once. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know, my, uh, it was my thighs that were killing me. Right. And you know, my sort of dodgy patch on my right leg from a couple of yeah. years ago. Now, yes, yes. It's like a nerve damage bit. Yeah. I think the other side of that, the good muscle was compensating. Right. So the left-hand side of my right thigh was was particularly going, wow, whenever I stood up or walked around. Not like an injury, like a, just like use. Just an know? ache, yeah, yeah. And then when I went for that long run in Manchester, it went away, but it shifted up into a kind of groiny hippie ache, which I've been running through a week. And have you been stretching? Have you been stretching again? Yeah, I've been, this last week, I got back this... Uh, these holidays I've been talking about finished last weekend. Right. And since then I've been doing lots of steady, non-hilly miles, not particularly fast. I've been doing, a bit doing more. loads of exercise and stretch. It feels good. good. I've been doing a bit more stretching. I actually found myself in a gym. The last five days of the holiday were in a hotel. Yeah. Which was really nice. Yeah. Just total, totally relaxed. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, and just sunbathing and reading red loads. Yeah. And then... Did you read your books or your wife's books? I, you I, couldn't I, read her books because you were still letting talk to each other about the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Read a book! I lent her a copy of Car Valet and How to Organise It. That went down. Yeah. I, um... I, uh... I, I read... Zen and the Art of Sorting the yeah, Car Parking yeah. out. <laughs> what did I read? I read a lot of my books, actually. I read... Well, I read you, you, the ones you've written. I read short stories by Lionel Shriver, short stories by David Sedaris. Nice. I read a novel, short novel by King's Name is called The End of. I read a book of sort of like The End of what? I read a book of yeah, it was, it was sort of like the uh, it's about people in old people's homes just drinking themselves to death. It's called The End of. It's just called The End of. The End of. That's The End of. The End of. It. That's it. What's, that's what's it, the, what, end the End of what? Yeah. <laughs> Very funny book, actually. And a very then, funny uh, joke by me. Then I, uh, <laughs> I read a book called Standard Deviation. Good. Which is a funny one. I read Place of Greater Safety by Hil- Hilary Mantel, which she wrote before Wolf Hall, uh-huh. w- about the French Revolution, which is uh, amazing. I read a book by Robert Harris called Munich, because I never read any of Robert Harris. I just wanted to yeah. find out what all the fuss was about. Yeah. Obviously a good storyteller. Right. He knows how to tell, tell a story, that guy. Robert Harris, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, is it Richard Harris? I don't know, one of them. Harris. Thomas Harris. Harris. No, Robert Harris. It is yeah, it's Robert Harris. Harris, yeah. So that's like, you just read that in a day, just smash through. Yeah, yeah. I say read every fourth page. I got the drift. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I looked it. I read the back of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you read that one, the end of... <laughs> Memorise the blurb, yeah. What was the end, the end of... of... Yeah, the end of... Uh... Well, I reached the, the end of it. And, uh, end of. 
And what else? And I read a book called Female Persuasion by Meg Howlett, which is fantastic. Read a lot of books by women. You got through a bunch because of books. Because I'm very woke. I, I read. On the, on the side of it, very it woke. It really character. sounds like I'm trying to stay with you there, wokey, woke, <laughs> wake very up. Very wokey. All right, wake up, boo. But <laughs> yeah. I read um, Claire Tomlin's Life of uh, Mary Wollstonecraft. All right, okay. Which is really interesting. It's just. Such but a long time ago, you know. So, you know, they talk about sort of pre-feminist and proto-feminist. Right. You know, but also the way society goes up and down, you know, moves towards and away from things. For those of for those readers who don't know who she was but have heard the name, who, who is she? Okay, Mary Wollstonecraft was uh, um, just a, a person, you know, came from sort of lower middle class and sort of normal life yeah. in the late 18th century. Right. But she didn't fit in with her family. Right. And she... Just hooked up with some dissenters, yeah. who in turn, it being the time it was, they were pretty gentle dissenters. You know, they like to sit about and talk about change. Yeah. Let's go back in here. And, um, but, you know, that was quite a big deal in those days because people just did what they did. Yeah. But it was amazing the way, you know, the things that we think of as being fairly normal, but still not widely com- comprehensively recognised, you know, like uh, women's suffrage and, right. you know, various types of equality. Yeah. People were talking about them, they're men, because these yeah. are, you know, it was nearly all men doing the writing and the talking. Yeah. But they were saying, you know, the fair thing really would be women's equality. Yeah. Say these guys in what? 1790. You know, what? And she... Um, obviously was a very powerful force in that because she was a woman talking and writing about yeah. that stuff. And then it all got incredibly complicated because what I didn't know before I read the book, it's all tied in with the uh, French Revolution. I was going to say that. It feels a bit similar to the stuff I was sort of reading yeah. about. Yeah. And they were, you know, her and her, her group, her social group were... Loved the idea of the French Revolution. Yes. And she was kind Liberty, of went over to Paris. Fraternity. She was like living in Paris yeah. during the, uh, the terror. Yes. As they were going, okay, so maybe this French Revolution, not so good, you know? Yes. That, was, that was what the, the book was about. It was about Danton and Robespierre. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The way it turned in on itself. The yeah, people who started absolutely. the revolution ended up getting guillotined, you know? Yeah, and we have a very clear idea of you know, all that guillotining. And obviously there are still positives to be seen from the kind of socialism of France and yes, yeah. cohesion of that country and everything. But obviously the, we, we know from here that the French Revolution was a violent... Born out of a huge violence. Yeah, yeah that's right. But it was interesting to see it from the other side. Yeah. All these fluffy London thinkers going, oh, won't it be lovely? <laughs> it's going to be absolutely lovely. Yes, yeah. It must pop over. Yes. What is that not allowed to leave the country? Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So she went to France, did she? Yeah, she was in France wow, then. Wow. You know. Okay, amazing. I didn't know that. Came back and she lived a... She didn't have a wildly happy life. She had a bit of a... Quite a wild life and in a way, you know, it's kind of undermining because you, you slip out of the normal way of things. Things get bohemian and then people hold that kind of bohemianness against you. Do you know what I mean? Yes, of course. And, yeah. and yet, but she was on it and she, she died of complications after the birth of her second child, who was Mary Shelley, in the end, went on right. to write Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, but Claire Tomlin was kind of finding a positive in that, saying if she hadn't died, she'd have just seen all that, even the kind of fairly low-level free thinking that was going on. Everyone just completely just went crushed, back. Just crushed it, yeah. Went back the other way. And in a, a throb that would ultimately become the stiffness of... Victoriana, you know, yeah, not mentioning stomachs, this kind of stuff. So that, so you, sounds quite a good read. That sounds was a good quite, book. quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, I like I like Claire Tomlin. Yeah, I got into 
because uh, she wrote that Jane Austen book. I've read a couple of times. I did that when I studied up on Jane Austen for right. last one. And uh, I read a book. I read her Dickens book recently. He's another interesting character. She writes a great biography. But um, and then I read Born Standing Up by Steve Martin again. Yeah, that's a great. I saw you so tweet about that. Yeah, that's a great because it's like a glass of yeah. sense water. It's so yeah. clear. It's almost frightening how. The clear-eyed gaze he puts on himself. Yeah, he's so bright, isn't he? And how honest he is about how, for him, his comedy then was not... He he took it seriously, you know? Yeah. It's art. Yeah. And just that control, that getting a laugh. Yes. And pure clown. I mean, ultimately, in the most kind of ponty artistic sense, and he doesn't talk about that from a clown point of view, but from what I understand clowning to be from my ponty driver training... Yeah. ...is... Just being on stage with nothing, you know? Yeah. No narrative, no no kind of even comprehensible joke. Just, just, just being silliness. Yeah. Trying yeah. to create a reaction. Yeah. And, you know, and in the end, he created such a reaction. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. got too famous. He was like the comedy equivalent of the Beatles. It turned in on itself a bit, didn't it? Yeah. It was, when it was, people are calling out for routines they want to see. That's right. And they yeah. also, they were kind of like, they're almost bellow- bellowing, I get it, I get it. Yeah. Because he was so wild and silly. Yeah. That you just get millions of, well, thousands and thousands of college students just going, yeah, to everything he did, which kind of killed it, you know. And then in the end, he was happy with that, you know, years later. But he did just turn and walk away. Yeah, when you you read interviews with him, he's a very, he has got a real quite gentle artistic sensibility, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He collects art, he's very... He just mixes with creative people. Yeah, you feel like he could have gone another way. He could have been a poet or... Yeah, he's not, he's, he's not macho in any way, yeah. is he? He's, he's he could have been a poet or he could have been a thief. But yeah, just great. And I think yeah. also some of that stuff, someone was saying, oh, I saw that stuff and I didn't really like it. It's like, you can't imagine what it would have been like to see him. You know, as, no, he, of course as his you can't, bubble no. burst. Yeah. I'm prepared to bet, like, just before he was famous everywhere in America, but after he kind of got it together... I bet he could make everyone in the room laugh. Yes. And yeah. part of the fun would be, they just wouldn't know why they were laughing. Yeah, well, that, well, that was his big thing, wasn't it? It was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to give you a punchline. You're just going to, you're just going to end up laughing. Yeah, yeah. It's going to create its own rhythm that you can't quite. It's like being tickled. Define. Yeah. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah, he's, he's. Uh, I always think of it as well because going back to the all those Edinburgh um, reviews at the moment. People have an idea what they want from comedy, and it is often quite a, uh, I don't know, like you say, quite alpha male quite storytelling Yeah. You know, it's a truth teller. It's a guy getting up and saying, this is what I think. Or, or, yeah. Yeah, or, or, or it's not always comedy. Yes. Or it contains... Serious stories. It contains elements of personal tragedy put within a show or yeah, yeah. whatever and that's fine but yeah that's great but, but you're not being a comic at that point at that moment for me time, yeah, right. for me you're not engaging comedy then no um, so, so it's like uh, I had a bit of a don't think the big speaker in the backpack is a sure <laughs> sign of a tool yeah, yeah, yeah. get some headphones yeah. <laughs> I had a bit of a not a row just a a very low level Facebook beef Probably born out of oh, here we go. Post, post-parking Why are trauma, you fun? trauma boredom <laughs> with, uh, with Marcus Brigstock. Oh, yeah. Um, we're getting on really well with him. He's fine. He was ch- we're just chatting about comedy. And he was saying, it's great that people can expand the boundaries of comedy. And if all you think is comedy is people going for laughs, that kind of club comedy, then 
then your appreciation of comedy is a little bit diminished. And I, yeah, yeah. And I was just saying, there's no, you don't. The, the, the boundaries of comedy. What makes comedy comedy? Yeah. If, if you're not, you if, if you're not, uh, <laughs> if, if everything you do and say isn't geared towards the next laugh, or coming away from that laugh to create the next one after that. Then, you, then you're engaging something else. And if that's not yeah. good enough for you... And, and also, that's not club comedy. That's, that's comedy. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what comedy is. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's the thing of, like, whenever Thank you're you. concentrating on bringing someone down a little bit or yeah, yeah. You know, making them cry or whatever, that's fine. It's great, it's art. But it's, but it's not comedy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and the great ones, like, you look at, say, Richard Pryor live at Long Beach. Yeah. One of the best things ever recorded. The reason why I do stand-up... You know, he's have a, he's, he has a heart, he talks about having a heart attack in it. Talks yeah. about being a, addicted to drugs or whatever. Yeah. Talking of being addicted to drugs, this guy sitting next to his own feces probably oh, is. bless him, bless him. Bless him. Broken Whoa. Carrots. Yeah, I can smell that. Yeah, yeah. Broken wow. carrots. Glad I brought you down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bust up, isn't he? But, but Rich, but, you know, Rich Pryor condensed his heart attack. Or leaving his car and leaving his wife and shooting up his car yeah. to like four or five minute bite sized chunks. Did you think of you'd do that when you got to the airport? Leaving <laughs> his wife and shooting up his car. But he condenses it into comedy gold. It's funny all the time. That's what he does, yeah. yeah Can yeah. you imagine what an Edinburgh actor now would do with Rich, Richard Price's heart attack? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, it would be an hour. Nowhere near as funny. Yeah, Nowhere yeah. near as, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, and, and that's it, comedy. That's not club comedy. That's what it is. And it is a culture you know? <laughs> that rewards that Edinburgh. You know, the, yes, of in course a way that if you get a laugh, that will often, by reviewers and stuff, will be considered cheap. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was reading a review of an excellent comic friend of ours um, yesterday. Yeah. And it, the other thing about this review, I mean, all the reviews are awful. I don't know why I read them. But um, it was so... Um, cowardly because it said the person didn't commit to their criticism. Right. They said uh, a fringe purist could argue. Right. Right. So we're off on a right on a cowardly foot already. And then basically the thing that a fringe purist could argue is that he wasn't doing it properly because he didn't have a narrative. Right. It's like there is no properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny, and also it's not like the show isn't themed or doesn't have content. Yeah. No normal person. No. No straightforward audience member would think about it in that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. messy, it's snobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It so, is, so, uh, so, I just had a thought as we got down onto the uh, towpath that it yeah. is, of course, a sunny Saturday. Yeah. And as we get through Camden... It's going to get pretty busy. It's quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it is quite exciting. That There's guy with the long there. hair under the bridge, Yeah. he really puts the work in. Yes. He's nearly always there. Good on him. Quite and what's more, he keeps his uh, effluvia inside his body. Yeah, I mean... That's welcome. A shout going out to the bloke sat down by the canal next to his own... Shouts going out yeah, off yeah. <laughs> It's like... It's like... He's having a day, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edinburgh 20, <laughs> Edinburgh <times>. 2021. <laughs> Actually, not good times. No, bad times. no. <laughs> that, but um, it's, uh, <laughs> what a rich run, though, isn't it? Here's the good what and the bad of it. That guy who's always under the bridge. Yeah. You know how he keeps, keeps the time in? I've just realised, really. He's uh, no song. 
Yeah. <laughs> he never has a song. No, he's just playing the guitar. <laughs> he was just going... Yeah. And then when we passed, he went, what's the hurry? <laughs> Which is like nice. Kind of it's Bob like Bob Dylan-esque commentary. Trying to get away from your yeah. jazz. So, so, yeah, so that got a little bit in-house, in it, in terms of comedic culture and stuff. But it's just a kind of... There's no need to expand the boundaries of comedy. No, no. They're there, aren't they? No, that's right, They're there. Exactly. <laughs> it's like... And there is, yes. So you work within that. So that's where the artistry well, here's is. Well, a, here's a good corollary, <laughs> did you? And it's really silly. Oh, my God, look how many people are on that bridge. Oh, no, it's my phone on the ground. At least it's not in the canal. You're right. Um, I think we might as well just walk this we'll just because that's a good idea. it's so rammed with humanity. That, even that boat is stuck in the way. That's hilarious. That's trying crazy. to do a three-point turn in a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll walk. We'll walk this yeah, way. this is crazy. At least the this thing is Camden. This yeah. is what it is. I was here in the pouring rain on Friday. It was still busy, still busy. Yeah, go, going talking about because um, ultimately it does come back to snobbery, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, that oh. comedy is not enough in itself. Yeah, and also well, that you can just completely dismiss it. That bit where you make people laugh. Yeah, that's nothing. That's easy. Yeah. Oh. Someone's getting married. Someone's getting married. That's an interesting modern Hendu. ritual. Hindu. Yeah. And those, uh, all that that bride's uh, friends were wearing like printout photocopy masks of her fiance. Right. <laughs> that's a nice idea, isn't it? Yeah. We've we've got our eye on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's monitoring you. Yeah, that's real. That's a little. Basically, this experience is a little microcosm of the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah constantly being looked at. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and some of them. We should prime some of them to say to her, "You were supposed to sort yeah. out the party." Your department. Your department. <laughs> right, let's trot. We can do it. Yeah, we, we can do this. Way. We can trot through this. As the brouhaha of the Camden crowd fades, we leave Rob and Paul for this episode. Join them both next time when they resume the run with more cheery banter as they move from talk of revolution to revelation. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.